Hello and welcome to the TN Talks, our second podcast series for the TN community. I'm Jess and I set up the TN card a few years back to help shine a light on some of the amazing independents we have on our doorsteps. In these half-hour podcasts, I'll be chatting to our high street business owners and TN partners to find out all about them, their business and how they're thanking TN members for supporting local. And now over to this week's chat. Good morning, Sean. Thank you so much for coming on. You're our first guest in Series 2. I feel honoured. Thanks for having me. (laughs) (laughs) We've had quite a morning getting to this. We've got the worst weather outside and we've both, yeah, yeah, nightmare traffic. So it's really great to have you here. Thank you, Sean. No trouble at all. Yeah, we made it. Yes, we did. Now, I know you're a very busy man at the moment because Mm. you're full throttle with your Christmas plans. We are. So tell us what's going on at Trinity this Christmas. Uh, a lot, lots of stuff at Maker's Market with, with you good stuff and the TN card, which we're really excited about on the uh, 1st of December. Um, and the 2nd of December. The 2nd of December. <laughs> the 2nd yeah. of, I'll be preparing on the 1st of Obviously, December. Uh, yeah, any um, members that get here on the 1st, <laughs> yeah, you'll be in for a wait. Yeah, you 7 o'clock I'll, on the 2nd. make you a hot chocolate. <laughs> you um, yes, on the 2nd of December. Uh, and yeah, on our Christmas shows, you know, Trinity's Christmas tradition of, of family shows rather than pantomimes. We are the only theatre, I believe, in the whole of Sussex and Kent that that doesn't do a panto. So if you're the kind of person who likes Christmas but not pantomime, you really have no other option. You mm-hmm. have to come to Trinity. So, yeah. <laughs> so this year uh, we are doing a rep season. So it's kind of an, uh, a, a, quite an old-fashioned um, theatrical idea, the idea of, of doing um, more than one show with the same company of actors. Um, so we've got nine actors uh, coming together, professional actors, um, most of whom coming from, from London and across the country, um, to come and work with us over Christmas. Nine people do uh, a brand new comedy called The New Musketeers, which is our kind of major project for the season. Um, we've got about 21 performances of that. And it's a, a brand new comedy that I've, I've written with three other people. And it's been a, a kind of a labour of love for about three and a half years, really. Um, big swashbuckling adventure story for for anybody really but kind of aiming for children around seven all, all the way up to adult it's got loads of jokes that the kids won't get um it's um it's kind of in the mold of uh black adder uh that kind of world Fantastic. of comedy mm. um so really really good fun um and we're, yeah we're very excited about that and we just found out as well that the play is going to be published which is fantastic so the play script will be available sure, congratulations. And thanks That's very much great. yeah no we're really pleased um and yeah, so then two of the actors from those nine actors in the mornings do a show for two to seven-year-olds called The Aliens Who Saved Christmas, um, which is you know, another brand new play that we've commissioned um, by a wonderful writer called Winnie Southgate. Winnie spends most of her time making stories up for kids in like nursery settings and things. So she's just got this amazing mind for, for how children's brains work and, mm. and has come up with this incredible interactive zany show uh, about a couple of aliens helping Santa's elves save Christmas, get all the presents ready in time. Um, and then yet yeah, to, just to kind of add to that puzzle with the other seven actors who aren't in Aliens Who Saved Christmas do a live musical radio play version now this sounds fantastic. Of a miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, yeah. So, so it, how does that work, Sean? So it's, I mean, everybody knows the classic film Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. It's quite a kind of wide ranging film that takes place all across New York City and things. The conceit of this version is that a bunch of actors are, are coming together to do a live studio recording of the of the story, basically. 
so the the setup in terms of you know as an for an audience is that they're there to watch a live recording of the play um and we have microphones not not dissimilar to the microphones that are in front of us now um and the actors come up and they deliver the the scenes to the microphones and it's quite an intimate mm. kind of setting um and then we have a foley artist um uh, foley is is the art of creating sound effects Thank on, you. on audio Save me asking. <laughs> <laughs> so you know the classic one is like uh, chucking a watermelon down the stairs or something to make 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 noises or, or moving shoes through some gravel uh, in a little box um to to create the sound of somebody walking so it's all of that stuff really is um uh, is created live um, and then we have an incredible pianist playing an upright piano and uh, all of these beautiful songs uh, sung in four-part harmonies to the sound of an upright piano. So it's really... Sean, it's, that sounds so special. Yeah, it's going to be a really lovely... I'm, I'm referring to it as the, the theatrical equivalent of curling up in, the, in mm. front of the fire with a good book. You know, that's the kind of feel yeah. of it. Um, so yeah, um, a busy... Period. You know, that's pretty yeah. impressive that you have those three productions Thanks. on simultaneously. But mm. you also have smaller shows too. I know mm-hmm. I, I spotted Elf on your website. So our youth theatre are doing Elf. Yeah, we have the most amazing youth theatre at Trinity and they are always keeping themselves busy. Um, and uh, Jason, the, the director of creative engagement, finds any second that he can in the theatre to fill it with something. And so, yeah, Elf Junior um, is is the kind of the, the youth version of, of that show and, and, and of that film. Um, and yeah the, the the kids are really excited to be doing yeah. that i mean your program for christmas is, i've never seen such an ambitious lineup it's mm. you are doing so much and then you're also doing many community events too uh-huh. so we, we mentioned the tn car christmas market uh-huh. which we'll come back to but Great. you've had a really busy year and i know you haven't been long in the role uh-huh. as artistic director you also celebrated 40 years as a theater this year how did you celebrate and what what did you organise over yeah, the summer? Back in the summer, we had a whole kind of weekend of events. Um, I mean, one of the big projects that we're doing for our 40th anniversary is this kind of big heritage project where we're, we're excavating the clock tower in the building. Um, it's a, I was going to ask about that because every time yeah. I've visited you, I've seen the workmen busy in the, yeah, the staircase. Yeah, is that still where they're busy. Yes. <laughs> it's one of these, uh, it's such a big project. It's, um, you know, all funded by the National Lottery Heritage Fund. Um, and the... In, initially, it was supposed to open Bank Holiday weekend in August as part of our mm. Bank Holiday weekend in August celebrations. But, you know, as is the way of things, when you start Always. tearing away at a 200-year-old church, you, you find gremlins. Um, and so things have, have slipped slightly, but we, you know, it, we're, we're so excited about the project and we want to do it correctly and 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 make it excellent and so we're you know we're okay with taking a little bit longer over it so what's the vision sean when it's finished will mm, we be able to go up to the so clock it's tower? five floors on the journey up the clock tower and the idea is that it's a journey backwards through time so you kind of start with the theater today and all of the, the work that we're doing and then you go back to the 70s when the the church was um saved from demolition by a load of like-minded people in Tunbridge Wells. You travel back through to the Victorian era as you travel back up through time and the heyday of the church, then all the way back to kind of Decimus Burton and the architects that, that, mm-hmm. that made the place in the first place. Because I've got some notes in front of me, and I did scribble okay. down 1827, the church opened, and nice. it was Decimus Burton, the architect. Okay. So there's so much heritage there. Mm. And, uh, you know, many of us are guilty of just walking past sure. Trinity Theatre, and we don't think about the uh, rich history in yeah. the building alone. So it'd be wonderful to learn about that. Yeah, I think it's going to be a really great thing for the town as a town. You know, I think it's it's a big project for everybody because you you climb up those five ta- uh, 
floors. And at the very top, there's a viewing platform. So you can see from the top of our clock tower, we've got one of the best vantage points well, in, in town. I'm presuming you've seen the view. I have a couple of times. Gone up very, very rusty, terrifying ladder to get up there whilst the builders were in there. But um, yeah, it's amazing. You know, it's a really, really great spot to see it. Um, can you see 360? Can you see the Amelia yeah, in that direction? Yeah, you can look uh, all, all around um, uh, the full vista. So it's, yeah, I think it'll be a really great spot for, for tourism in the town as well. Absolutely. And the reason for tourists to kind of travel up Mount Ethram and come up to that end mm-hmm. of town and come and come and see what, what what's to offer as well as the Amelia Scott and all of the you know excellent cultural offering that's that's up this end. Yeah. I mean you've been at the heart of the community since Trinity opened, which was what year? Nineteen eighty two, I believe. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> see, I have done a bit Good of homework notes. sitting in the traffic on the way here. Um it's not just a theatre, is it? Yeah. You do so much for the community and yeah. it's all about introducing new arts to people, pulling everyone together, mm-hmm. bringing all ages and offering something for every demographic. So tell me, besides the theatre and the cinema, what else Mm. do you do? I know you have like a small gallery space downstairs. Yeah, so there's an art gallery that kind of has constantly changing artists every, every fortnight, really. We have a different artist coming in. Um, And sometimes that'll be things like um, a couple of weeks ago, we had Oakley school, special educational needs school doing Mm. an exhibition of of students work. And sometimes it'll be kind of um, commercial artists that, that people may have heard of. Um, uh, and a whole range in between. So we, uh, we like to celebrate emerging artists in that space as well. Um, but yeah, so there's, there's always something to, to come and have a look at in there. Um, uh, we do, yeah, we do an awful lot for the community in terms of, you know, again, our creative engagement and, um, that, uh, ranges right from story time on a Friday morning for anybody six months plus all the way to our senior choir on a Wednesday afternoon and you know, chair dancing for, for the it's Such an eclectic mix, isn't you know, it? There's something for everybody. Mm. Um, and even, you know, just in, in the restaurant space, in the, in the foyer, there is nearly always a group, whether that's a, you know, Kent mental health art group or, or Italian classes take place once a week in the foyer and things. So, you know, we are about being a hub for the community to yeah. come and spend It time. transcends arts, doesn't it? Yeah. It's bringing people together and always having those open doors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the cafe must facilitate that as well. It's a wonderful yeah. space. You've recently launched a, a new restaurant, the Clock, the the clock, clock Tower, Tower. Yeah, the clock Tower which is brilliant, brilliant to, to tie in with the Clock Tower opening. Thank you. So yeah. tell us about that. So that's, yeah, this has been a long time coming kind of, you know, ever since uh, COVID and the pandemic, we kind of haven't had a food offer proper. Um, and, and we're really keen, obviously, uh, to, to bring that back. And uh, as part of a goal of just, you know, having a space that people can come and use and, and, and uh, feel like they can spend a whole day in having a coffee and lunch and, and stay and watch a show later. Um, and w- we've been really lucky to, uh, to, to work together with um, Anne, our new head chef, who, who used to be at the, the Boar's Head in Crowborough, um, who is, um, has created this, this really beautiful, eclectic menu that, that's kind of full of uh, comforting classics, but uh, with modern twists. And so I've, I've worked quite closely with her on, on creating that. And with uh, every- sampling the menu, I presume. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm reading Plenty between the lines that. here. Yeah, I'm going to have to text, test that before. But um, yeah, it's it, all of the dishes, barring one, um, which is a salmon dish, are, are vegetarian bases. So everything is, you know, at first is a 
is a, is a vegetarian. Why meal. was that important to you? Because sustainability is at the heart of, of what we want to do and our kind of focus going forward. Um, and I kind of think it's bonkers to to start any new enterprise without that being mm-hmm. one of your core goals. And so um, for us, it was about, um, you know, being meat reductive, I guess. So uh, all of the dishes are vegetarian, but, that, but then we also give an option to to add a protein. So if you want to add right. a chicken to your whatever, then it is fine. available. But mm. I guess what we're trying to do or you know is is to to educate that actually, you know, sometimes it doesn't need it. You know, maybe you just want that want to have that that meal without. Um I think we're getting more clued up anyway as a community. We if you yeah. look at the plant-based restaurants and eateries, Definitely. you know, we've got so Ruby's well. just up the road from mm-hmm. you. You wouldn't know unless you were told that her exactly. patisserie are, are vegan. Yeah, it just so, so happens to be. Hundred percent. That's 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 mm-hmm. the thing. Um, so yeah, that was really key, and you know, and and as as you're such a champion of you know using local produce, local businesses to kind of su- support them and and support us. Um, so all of our our, our fruit, fruit and vegetables are locally grown and locally sourced. Um, even the the hand wash in the bathroom is locally sourced and, and has zero air miles. You know, we're Brilliant. really really um, focusing on that, and and the same is true in our kind of Christmas productions yeah. and, and all the productions that we do in house. We're really trying to make sure that we are recycling as much as we possibly can. All the furniture that's in the the new bistro, which I'm really proud of, it's taken me months, like hand-picking and going around different places, all comes from local charity shops. We have such an amazing array of furniture shops. Living in London for 15 years, I've never seen one of these before I came to Dumpridge really? Wells. And just all of these incredible shops with beautiful pieces of, mm-hmm. of solid antique furniture for really affordable prices. And we were able to kind of give fresh life to all of that that um th- those beautiful pieces of craftsmanship um so yeah the foyer is is, is filled with wonders that's really that special way. yeah um how does the restaurant work alongside the cafe offering will you, mm. will you be offering both at the same time so you can come in in the morning and yeah, have a coffee sure. but yeah, so we're, st- we're open from 10 until 3 every day, basically. And then we close down for a little bit and then we reopen again in time for the show in the evening. And so, you know, we still have Tracy who, who makes all our cakes is fantastic and, and we're continuing to work with her. Um, so, uh, you know, she's got a good following for, for those cakes and coffee now. Um, so, yeah, anytime from, from, from 10 to 3, we're, we're there to kind of, you know, use as you want. I also, you know, that's really important to me that, that um, the community feels able to just come and use Trinity you know I don't think anybody minds if you if you come and you, and you have one coffee over the course of six yeah. hours and you want to sit I, I've got a desk that it's a beautiful desk that I so I love and I've put it in one corner with one chair on it and a nice lamp over the top of it and if somebody wants to come and use that for the office I love rest, it it's home from home day, exactly. I've actually got a couple of meetings booked uh, for next week at Trinity because Perfect. it is such a great space Thank and it you. feels relaxing that you can come and just yeah. spend a couple of hours there great with the restaurant do you need to book or can you just turn no up? it's just turn up um, at the moment but hey soon hopefully we'll be so busy that you will have to book, yeah <laughs> and i think you're, you're offering members a reward on the restaurant too so if you go That's on the directory right. you can you yeah. can see yeah. it's a really great space so i do recommend that members come along to visit and um also if you're visiting trinity as a member i am hoping that you're coming along to the makers market on mm. the 2nd of december so we have i think it's 24 now i need to rein it in a bit because wow. have we have a lot of makers <laughs> Sean's rolling his eyes because this is the second maker's market we've done and he only has a certain number of tables and space. And it being a theatre, we have to be quite creative Mm -hmm. where where we're putting everyone. But I think that's the beauty of these maker's markets, that it's rustic and homely and 
But yeah, we have so, such talent locally and we have a wonderful range coming of products available to buy at the market from oh. local produce and and lots of alcohol gifts nice. to makes. And yeah, it's going to be very special. But alongside the TN Car partners that we'll be selling, we'll also have food and drink from the restaurant. Uh-huh. And we'll also have the cast of your Christmas show yeah. singing. Uh-huh. Will you be in the cast singing? I will not be in the cast right. singing. I'll be directing from a distance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on how, how many mold yeah. wines I have, I may be joining the cast on the... Yeah, but yeah, it's going to be such do, great They're going to do some of the um, the, the well-known carols from uh, Miracle on 34th Street. So, you know, really amazing oh, kind of 1940s style harmonies. Um, uh, and then we'll also do some of the original songs as well so that people can get a taste of the Christmas shows before they open. It's so special. Mm-hmm. Um, am I right in thinking that you're a registered charity? Because you talk about community. Mm. Um, you're not a commercial enterprise strictly, are you? You actually no, yeah, have a charity we, we're, we're and a charity. you rely on yeah. support. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, definitely. We, you know, I, I can count on my on one hand the amount of theatres in the country that survive without any core funding, and, and we're one of them. You know, um, and to, to have gone through the past you know couple of years um, largely unscathed, and to be kind of fighting on the other side of it is is truly a testament to everybody that you know. Way before I was there, I, I joined, but almost at the end of that that period, really. So you know, everybody that's that's part of that organisation to have got them through. Um, such a tough battle is, is incredible. And we're not, you know, we're not there yet. Audiences are still down, I think, you know, 25, 30% on where they were in, wow. in 2019. So there's work to be done, but, uh, you know, signs of, signs of growth. And um, I think if we have the right program, people will come. And, you know, that's my job to make sure that, that there's really fantastic, interesting cultural experiences. I'm surprised by that high number. Mm. I, you just assume when everything's, you know, back open, mm. the people will bounce back. Why, yeah. why do you think there's been that... That hit that's continuing are people just used to staying in? Yeah, a bit I think more? it's more that than anything else. I think at first, you know, our feeling as a as an industry was that you know people didn't want to sit side by side with each other for two hours. But actually, I, I don't think that's quite right no. because if I put on a, a stand up comedian that everybody knows from the telly, we'll we'll sell out no yeah. problem, and it'll be you know the same audiences that tell us that they won't come to something else. So, uh, yeah, I think it's a habit thing. I think it's it's we've all kind of changed a little bit the way that we. Um, you know, I'm. I used to go to the theatre three, four times a week, and um, at the, the coming out of the the pandemic, I, I just don't do that anymore. I, you know, I'm all right. I've just had a baby, so I don't really have the opportunity. But even if I hadn't, you know, I think it, it would be less. Um, and I think that you know, even if if, if hardened theatre goers like myself are going maybe once or twice mm-hmm. less in a month, then you know, the people who only go once a year, maybe they're not going at all. So, um, you know, I think it's up to us to to have really fantastic offerings that that people get excited about again because the thing that i hear over and over again and the thing that i always um that is true is that once you once you come back to a live experience like that you very quickly remember how worthwhile it is you know and um and and i think you know once people come back through the door and they see great theater music comedy whatever it might be on our stages they start coming back again you know it's just taking that first step back. Yeah. And with such a great lineup for Christmas, mm. you're not going to get that atmosphere, that sense of togetherness mm. yeah. and festivity if if you stay at home and yeah. watch the telly, you really need Can't to come out and experience it in person. Yeah. Exactly. I think all our 
our spending habits have changed and, mm-hmm. and we can see the, the awful effects the last couple of years on sure. all our retailers, our high street as a whole. But if we don't come out to our theatres, you're just simply not going to be around. You rely on audiences. Yeah. But you also have memberships as well, don't you? Which is another great way that you can get behind Trinity and support you. Yeah, How we does do. the membership work? Uh, so it's, uh, you know, it's £30 for, for the year for a single membership um, and then you can do joint memberships of £45 a year and, you know, that basically that gives you access to all of our events 48 hours ahead of the general public. You get a discount at the at the restaurant, as we were speaking about, and on teas and coffees and cakes. Um, you get a copy of the brochure through the post um, and, you know, you, you, you become part of our, yeah. our family, really, you know, and it, it, yeah, it's such an important part of, of what we do and, and who we are. One of the things that in, in the pandemic, you know, made us feel really proud of our audiences is that we, um, when we had to close down in March 2020 and kind of refund hundreds of thousands of pounds worth of tickets, um, out of every ten pounds, you know, we found that six pounds was directly donated to to Trinity. So just an enormous amount of love for the the space in, in the community. I think a further two pounds was in credits to to spend again, and you know, so we actually only ended up giving you know twenty percent of all of the, that stuff directly back to to our, our patrons because you know they care mm-hmm. about our survival. Um, and I, yeah, it's it's. That's the, really the members and the people that, that, that come and, and use the space and, and our volunteers. I mean, we, we completely thrive in, on our volunteer base. We have like 200 volunteers who come and you know, do the front of housework. They, they run our box office. You know, we, we could not survive without. Mm. I've had the privilege of meeting a couple of your volunteers. Mm. When I came in, uh, to the clock tower, I sat yeah. with t- two lovely gents who had been volunteering oh, as yeah. stewards for decades. Yeah. And you know they've given their life to to supporting Trinity over the yeah. It's just astonishing. What What is the setup with the team? So your artistic director, or is it creative director? Sorry, I'm artistic director. Artistic director, and then Alex Green is your chief exec officer. So, well, uh, Alex is is stepping down from the role. Alex Mm -hmm. just stepped down from his role um, this week, actually. So I am now. Um, artistic director and chief exec. Um, Congratulations! <laughs> thanks, thanks. Um, Is that a scoop? I feel like- <laughs> well. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's. I guess you know when I when I came on to to um, the theatre, kind of. I guess um, the long term was that Alex would always you know move on at some point, and that uh, that I would kind of step up into into those shoes. So we we now have a new executive director, um, Nick, who, who's just come on board, and, and will kind of be supporting in the leadership uh, there, um, and and Alex. Alex, because, I mean, Alex is an absolute stalwart. I mean, he's one of the nicest people I've ever known in my life and, and so passionate about theatre, um, about Trinity Theatre. Uh, and he is staying on as, as theatre consultant for now to kind of ease that process as we kind of change our leadership and, and change the way that we programme and the kind of things that, that we want to do for the, for the community. So, yeah, it's going to be a, an interesting year to come. Yeah, but personally, when did, uh, it's just been a, a crazy year for you because mm. you're not long in this role, but yeah. you're also a new dad. Yeah. So when did your daughter come along? She was born in uh, May, so she's five months old now. Amazing. Yeah. How are you managing the juggle with <laughs> new parenthood and progressing with Trinity? It's, um, if yeah, it's tough. It's hard. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> Um, I was just I was just saying to you before this, we were absolutely thrilled that she slept for four straight hours last night. <laughs> um, and I, you know, I was up very early this morning. But um, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm enjoying it. I feel you know it's it's hard when you've you've got a job that 
is also your hobby and your love. And, you know, as you know, it's, it's a passion project. Right. And so, you know, I can't help but come home and still be yeah. half aired in the theatre. So this I, isn't a job for you, is it? It's, no, it is everything. And it's, it's, it's my life, you know, and, and theatre always has been as, as a director and, and, um, and now with this building, yeah, it's, it, it clearly is, it's more than, more than a job. Yeah. Um, What's on the agenda for next year? I mean, it's going to be another busy year for Trinity, isn't it? Yeah. Is there a, um, a timescale for the clock tower? When do you hope that will be open for the public? Well, when do we hope? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think realistically, um, I think we're probably looking at like February um, now. Uh, so, so that'll be kind of fun in the spring, something to, to look forward to. Um, and, you know, the spring season goes on sale on this Friday, the 6th uh, to our members. And then on Monday, the, 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 the the seventh, I've got those dates wrong. But on next Monday, I forgive you. You're talking about the, February, uh, <laughs> and we're in November. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, the, the big project um, that we're really excited about, and this is a scoop for you, is um, we're doing a our first ever touring production. We are we're producing an, a tour of uh, one of my favourite plays by Arthur Miller, All My Sons, um, and that's going to uh, Bury St Edmunds, Chipping Norton, Guildford, and, wow. and Trinity. And it's you know an amazing project for us um, and. Yeah, really, really excited about that one. I honestly don't know how you're managing all this. <laughs> <laughs> Sean only just dropped into conversation before we went on air that he, he's the the the, the creative uh, mind behind the Christmas productions. Mm. So for you to have been working on that for three years, yeah. and then doing all this for Trinity, and now taking a, a play on tour is just. Sure. Wonderful. So how will that work logistically? Will you start at Trinity and then take it around? Actually, weirdly, we're starting um, and in Bury St Edmunds and then we are travelling um, backwards to Trinity. Right. So we actually close the show. Is that Trinity. so that you can end at Trinity? Yeah, exactly. A a yeah, yeah, and kind of build the, mm-hmm. um, uh, the show. And it's just the way that the tour, the tour has worked out, you know, uh, busy schedules for all of these theatres and kind of finding weeks where we could do it. But yeah, so it, it travels for, for a week each to all of those venues that I mentioned and ends at, at Trinity um, in uh, the end of uh, March. Well, I'll definitely be coming along. That sounds Great. fantastic. Um, you are a TN car partner and uh-huh. I'm really grateful to Trinity for being part of our commu- growing community sure. because you are... You are so central to Tunbridge Wells' life. It, w- it wouldn't be the same if, if you weren't part of it. Yeah. So what reward do you give members? You've done a few flash deals for productions, mm. but what can members expect from Trinity? So, yeah, so the, well, the restaurant um, will always offer 10% off of, of meals. And, right, and, and I'm writing food. that down. I've yeah, got his go commitment now. Um, and, and uh, you know, teas and coffees, whatever, uh, from the bar. Um, but the, in, in terms of the tickets, you know, what we do is what we, lo- what we like to do is kind of offer special deals through TN card only. So, you know, often TN card members will get the very best price for shows. You know, um, there'll, there'll be deals going on with the Christmas shows, no doubt before, before uh, December. Um, but yeah, so we like to kind of, it's a little bit more ad hoc. You've got to yeah. keep an eye on your TN card emails, That's what I love but, though. Yeah. It's great to have these unexpected treats great. and to be able to let members yeah. know and you know, think, get you know, some great deals. And what you said as well about it, it wouldn't be right with it to, to not have Trinity as part of it. Mm. You know, I, I think as well, the TN card has become such a big part of the community. You know, it's, it's just an absolute credit to you. And Thank you, you know, we're, we're proud to be a part of it. Oh, thank you. I'm really so delighted to be partnering with you on these markets. Mm. I love the first one. Mm. And, if, you know, if we can continue that partnership too, For I'm sure. very excited about where that can go. And yeah. to be able to have it in such a important, historical, beautiful building. Yeah. 
uh, and in a, an arts cultural hub that means so much to our town. It's yeah. a real privilege. So thank you. No and Sean, thank you so much for coming along for the, the first chat of the series too. Thanks for having um, me. It's really great to see you. And as I said, I'll be, I'm over there next week, so I'll come great. and say hello. Look forward and to it. Thank you so much. Take Thanks, care. Jess. Bye.